tonight as we spend some time speaking then we get back into the place of prayer can we do that tonight yes ma'am is that okay for us to do tonight family are we good with that awesome i've got to hear you so that i know that you're with me i've not left you you've not left me and i know that can't happen but just to be sure so make sure everybody is on and tuned in as much as possible and that we're ready to rock and roll tonight again i've really got limited time with you because i know it's late um but any hour is god's hour so we'll use this hour of 12 a.m to stay in the flow of the word and i'm gonna really stay in this flow of unity and family um because i think it's a, an important topic that we begin to treat as a family going forward simply because of the way the lord is edging us forward into a new season from when we enter into april so the lord is getting us ready he's preparing our hearts he's preparing the family he's preparing his children now we're going to look at scripture tonight and i'm only going to stay hopefully if the lord permitted if the lord permits me stay in one scripture and it's matthew chapter 14 that's where we're going to stay tonight and we're going to look at um some things that i think are fundamental um, as we approach this new season there are some things that i think are fundamental as we enter into the territory of sonship i started speaking to you some weeks back about sonship being the image being a reflection of what heaven on earth should look like so it's essentially god is looking for his image here on earth He's looking for his reflection. He's looking for his sons and daughters. Sorry, let me just get the ambiance for some sweet sounds from the kids. Is that too loud? Is it, it bring it down a bit. So it's uh -huh. Awesome. Uh huh. So what God is looking for now is for the for his sons to begin to show his kind here on earth. He wants the sons to translate his divinity and his magnitude here on earth. But he did that by sending his first son, his first seed. He did that by sending Jesus Christ to show us the example of the way. He showed us, he brought Christ to be the example to us, to teach us how we operate or how we, um, how we ought to operate here on earth. So let's look at scripture tonight so that we can get a deeper understanding of what God was showing to us in Matthew chapter 14. And we're going to start from verse 13. The beginning of verse 14 begins to speak about the beheading of Herod, the beheading of, um, sorry, not Herod, John the Baptist. So let's read from verse 13. Matthew 14. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Yeah. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the town. So after Jesus had heard what happened to John the Baptist, he went away. So problems sent him away. Issues will most times send you away. We've been speaking about the issue that we're dealing with now as, a, as the globe. It's caused us to be sent away to some degree. For us, we've looked at it as our solitary refinement. We've looked at it as an opportunity for us to grow in the knowledge, in the things of God. So most times when God really wants to send his son out into the world, it will be because there are problems. There are issues. Other words, the world will not recognize you as the solution. Other words, the world will not know you as the solution provider if there is no problem. Do you understand this? Okay, let's keep reading, Mark. When Jesus but landed. Before we keep reading, I need you to know something first. 
The reason why God has to call you out is so that you don't get familiar with the things of the world. You cannot use earthly things and mix them with spiritual things. You cannot use worldly things and mix them with spiritual stuff. You will not be able to get the fullness and the expression of the Godhead. No, there is no mixture in the things of God. It can only be a pure form. This is why the Bible tells us that who can ascend to the heels of the Lord? The one with the pure heart and the clean hand, isn't it? We read that in scripture. I think that's in um, Psalms chapter 24. Yes, it begins to talk to us. And I think we're going to read that at some point. Um, It's those with the clean hands and the pure heart. That's one without mixture, one without contamination. What happens is because we are in the world, naturally we begin to marinate with the things of the world. But God says, I can't use the one that's been mixed with the world. I need the purity of heart. So what does he do? He takes us away so that he can cleanse us. So he went away. Let's keep reading, Mark. When Jesus landed uh-huh. and saw a large crowd, mm-hmm. he had compassion on them and healed their sick. God said he had compassion on them. He said he had compassion on them and healed the sick. You see, what happens when you find compassion, and this is going to happen when we enter, when we really open ourselves up and lockdown is finished. You will find compassion on a lot of people. Even the ones that I keep telling you that are coming back. I watch how Beverly was looking after the one that's seemingly coming back. You know what? Compassion will make you meet the needs of man. Compassion will give you give you the ability to meet the needs of man. Many men don't understand what they need per time. You will begin to teach them what they need. Many people in this world, they end up thinking that they may need a man or a woman to fill the void or to fill what they think they need. But actually, when they meet you, the son of God that carries the need of the world and what God wants the world to express, they will realize that what you have is exactly what they need. But they didn't know it because they didn't meet you yet. They started meeting the things of the world. They started meeting guy, girl, uh, uh, drugs, uh, whatever it may be. And they've been contaminated with the things of the world until they meet you. So what is God doing with you now? He's preparing you to be the reflection of him. When scripture says things like he looked up, Jesus looked up and Abraham looking up. Therefore, since there's a great cloud of witnesses, what he's saying to us is there should be a reflection of what heaven looks like here on earth. So he's looking for the man that can look up and begin to take on the form and the image of heaven. That is you and I. That's what he's expecting us to do now. So let's keep reading so I don't go ahead of myself. Go back a bit so that we can flow still. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Yes. As evening approached. You see, when, when I began to speak about the problems that you will encounter, what will happen after a while, the problems that we will begin to face here on earth will provoke the anointing. It will provoke what is in you to do. It will provoke the very oil and the very essence that drives you to be the example or to be the expression of God's son. It will. Let me give this to you in another way. So it will be the very thing that the very gift or the call that God has given you. For example, Aaliyah that sings now. What will happen when problems arises? The anointing for ministry and singing will begin to flow easily, and songs will be coming. Those songs will be the healing agent for many men. Those songs will be the, 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 the solution or the healing or the balm in Gilead that people are looking for. So problems provoke the anointing. 
problems will provoke what God has called you to be here on earth. So if he's called you to be a trader, if he's called you to be um, a child protection somebody or whatever it is, the anointing will be provoked when he can see the problem in those sectors. But you've got to identify the problem first and you've got to see yourself as a solution provider. Let's keep reading, please, Mark. As evening approached, yes. the disciples came to him and said, uh -huh. This is a remote place, yes. and it's already getting late. Yeah. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Uh -huh. Jesus replied, Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. Don't send anybody away. You give them something to eat. He said, You give them something to eat. Wouldn't you have thought Jesus would have given them something to eat? He said, no, you give them. Guys, I need you to hear this tonight because what God is saying now, he's saying stop trying to locate a Jesus that people cannot see. He's saying to us now, look at you as the Jesus. You will be the reason why people will eat. Stop trying to introduce people to a Jesus that has long gone. And long gone in the sense that he's gone in the physical form but lives in the spirit that is in you. So he's saying to the disciples, you feed them. I'm still treating unity and family because he would call the disciples to him in this lonely place. When he called them to him, he called them so that they may be with him. What does be with him mean? That he can teach them his ways. They can be one with him. He can show them the things that they ought to do here on earth. He's saying, yes, I know you still need me, but you will be the one to feed. You see, God doesn't understand lack, you know. Mm. You know, God doesn't understand. When we say, oh, we're trying to reach a target and somebody says, I can't. Do you know that somebody educated you with the word can't? Somebody taught you, I can't. That's not in God's vocabulary. So when we say that we've got a target of so-and-so, God is saying, what is even target, Sha? I don't know no lack. Do you know what we're supposed to do, you know? Every time we get to this thought of I, I, I don't have, we're supposed to go to God and say, Lord, I don't have, so that he can teach us how to be filled. Mm -hmm. What God wanted to do, in fact, what Jesus wanted to do with the disciples that night was teach them how to multiply. Mm -hmm. He wanted to teach them how to be fruitful. He wanted to teach them how to increase by using the methods that come with the sonship or that come with being, part, being the son. Mm -hmm. Let's keep reading so I'm not just speaking from head knowledge. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. Logic. They said to him, we only have bread. We only have five bread and two fish. It can't feed all of these people. God says, eh, what do you mean? Jesus said, eh, what's that? I don't know lack. I don't know not feeding. Everybody here is going to eat and we're going to eat well. If there's any time you find that this is all I have, what you do, you present it to God. That's your little. Because God showed us from the beginning, he creates with little. He creates with nothing actually. Because in the beginning, it says it was empty and void. He then said light be. He then said in this place, you only have this little bread and this little loaves. But let me show you how to multiply. Let me show you how to increase and be fruitful with the little that you have. Guys, are you hearing me? Yes, At the end of every month, when you give your little, what you're saying to God is teach me how to increase and multiply that little. Have you noticed, like I said the other day, every time you give, you never lack. There's no such thing as we don't have. How is it that at the end of last month, I gave all, but we're still able to get things. We're still able to have. Why? Because I gave my all or my little to the one that can help give me plenty. I gave him my nothing in order for him to give me something. 
And that something isn't for me just to have things. It's so that many men will begin to follow me and see me as the solution to, to their lack of provision. Let's keep reading. Bring them here to me. Bring he them said. here to me. Now he's going to show them. This is why I'm saying our giving at the end of every month must be brought to him. Why? He says, bring them here to me. Go on. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Let me tell you, people are going to follow you guys. Yes, That's not your issue. People will follow you. But people are actually not following you because of the money you have, you know. People are not following you because of what you wear and what drip you don't drip and what drip you do drip and what that. They're following you because of the substance that you have. There is something in you. They quite, can't, can't quite get it. They don't know what it is, but they know that there is something in you that I need. There's something there that I have to have. There's something that Boris has and Lola has. And it's not money. It's not this. But guess what? God will see that because people are following you, their need will be met because they're with you. There will be no lack because they're with you. So far the substance is pure. So far the substance is increasing. It may be impact. It may be your voice. Whatever it is, so far that it is there, you will not find lack. This is why I said to the family last night, I said, we had a family meeting instead of prayer. And I said, I'm going to be speaking every night because when we, when we were speaking the most is when our finances was increasing the most. And we weren't looking for it. We weren't even asking God for it. We were just speaking the word. And because of that, the needs kept being met. Why? Because we're doing God's work. We're meeting his needs. So he meets our need. That's how it works. He looks at the, we look up, we see the reflection. He sees himself when he sees us like this. Yeah. In the Acts church, it was a family church. They were breaking bread together. They were doing work together. What did the Lord do? He blessed that house because he can see a reflection of heaven. Mm-hmm. Keep reading, Mark. Taking the five loaves yes. and the two fish and looking Listen up to, to heaven. Listen to what he did here. Go back to the taking the five loaves. Taking the five loaves yes. and the two fish and looking up to heaven. He looked up to heaven. Why did he look up to heaven? It was a sign, a symbol to show that this is what we do in heaven. It, it was a reflection. That's what they do all day, breaking bread. Don't forget the Ephesians 3 prayer. We pray all the time. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. If the reflection of heaven isn't like um, what we see here on earth, then we're not meeting the need that God demands. We are not doing the will of God. Don't forget, it says everything that you bind here on heaven will be bound on earth, meaning that there must be an identical reflection of what's happening here as it is on earth. That's why God looks for his family, because he only blesses the family. Ephesians 3 would tell us, for this reason, every family in heaven and earth that derives its name, that will suggest there's a father somewhere. It speaks of a father somewhere. We saw this in the life of Abraham. The reason why he blessed Abraham is because God said that he will teach his children the ways of the Lord. He blesses him families, guys. So Jesus was actually taking the disciples as his family members. It was more than just disciples. These were the people that he ate with, he slept with, he traveled with, he moved with. He wanted to teach him his, teach them his ways. So that when he did, he goes, the family, the disciples continue in that flow. So he said, looking up. 
He gave thanks and broke the loaves. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples. Then he did what? He gave them to the disciples. Why did he give them to the disciples and not straight to the people? Why? Because he wants to show the disciples this is what you ought to do. He was teaching them his ways, showing them how they ought to live. Are you guys understanding this? So that you know how to operate when the world begins to open up. God wants you to meet the need. Stop looking for finances. Don't go to God in prayer and say, Lord, give me money. Lord, no, Lord, give me the unification. Lord, give me family. Lord, give me understanding of the substance you've given to me. You've got to locate your substance. That is your power base, you know. Locating your substance will help you locate wealth. Can I tell you about the seed? When you put a seed in the ground, is it not that the seed will end up being such a fruitful uh, vineyard eventually? In other words, it will begin to be the nutrients. It will begin to provide a, a source to animals. It will provide source to you and I. It will provide source to the globe. It does so many things in that one little seed. But the substance is the seed. <coughs> Are you following me? The seed carries everything that needs for that needs for the uh, the garden to flourish, or the garden to become a garden. Many of you will end up finding provisions without a source. There will be provisions without a source. Some will ask, how did you get this? You will just not know how. Yeah. That is provision without a source. How did the bread begin to turn into uh, to defeat all these uh, people? Provision without source. But we know the source. The world won't see it. The world won't know it. The world won't understand it. But you will know because you are connected to the source. You are reflecting. You look like the sun. Therefore, whatever the sun does, you will have the ability to do. You will not find yourself lacking. I said to one of your leaders yesterday, please don't correct the person. Stop. Don't tell them off. Don't even do anything. Sit down and preach. Sit down and give word. As, as much as you're giving word, guess what will happen? The substance will start meeting their life. It will meet their need. Whatever sin they're partaking in, whatever lack that they have right now, so far you're speaking the word, it will begin to feed their need. That's what your substance and your seed does. It feeds the need. Let's keep reading, Mark. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. Yes. They all ate yeah. and were satisfied. Mm. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Mm. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men yeah. besides women and children. Look how many people were fed by those loaves, by, uh, by provision that had no source. I, I need you to begin to understand this, you know, because I, you need to, we need to now operate in the supernatural. We need to now operate in the spiritual. We now need to trust the ability that comes to us as sons. And naturally, things just come, will just come. And you can't explain it. You won't be able to explain it. Even the world will look and say, what is this? Is that not what happened to the children of Israel when they were on their journey and manna just came from the sky? They would ask questions like, what is this? But God will say, this is my provision to you. This is what you need right now. At the time, they didn't understand that it was a need. But they understood that they needed to eat, but they didn't know what they wanted to eat. They wanted the flesh pot of Egypt. They wanted the fat of Egypt. But God says, let me give you my manna because my manna is me. That provision is what will keep you. That will sustain you over time. 
Let's look at Psalm 123 tonight. I hope you've got something from this um, uh, Matthew 14. Like I said, God is looking for you. Stop trying to introduce people to a Jesus that, that we cannot see, that we cannot feel. Most people don't want to hear your word at times, you know. When you get into the world, people in the world, sorry, when you get back into the world, most people don't want to hear your word. They want to know what can you do? What miracle can you perform? What can you change in my life? How can you help me because I've got a problem? The problems will send you away for you to begin to download how to deal with them. Your word is for you, you know. Remember I told you some time back and PT started teaching us a while back. Many people, you're not supposed to go to them with the message of the kingdom. You're supposed to go to them with the fruit of the kingdom. Yeah. Once you get them into the kingdom, then you can start teaching them about the principles and the laws that come with the kingdom. You see, most of you have got to become an advertisement. And that's not by dressing up in the fanciest of clothes. It's by family. Yeah. When they can see the family, when they can see the unification of the family, guess what? You spark interest. Have you ever been to a family reunion before? It's like the biggest thing going. Everybody's having fun. Everybody wants to be involved. You used to see, what we used to do in my family, the next door neighbor's kids used to look over the fence to want to be involved in what we're doing because they can see the family together, having fun, fellowshipping, being together. They liked all of that stuff. But if we began to tell you that in this family, we eat cow food, you wouldn't like it. You wouldn't want to know. But when you see the glory of the family, us having fun, us doing things together, you want to be involved. Yeah. So the way to get them is by showing them the family matters. Then when they begin to get themselves into the family, then you start teaching them the workings of the family. What it means for us to be a family. What forges us together as a family. Are you ready with that scripture, please, Ma? Psalms 1, 2, 3, verse 1. Yeah. I lift up my eyes to you, uh -huh. to you who sit enthroned in heaven, mm -hmm. as the eyes of slaves look to the hand of their master. Okay. I like, the I like this because I wanted to start speaking about seeing, but yesterday I was trying to, trying to treat the... the, the, the <coughs> The understanding of the two types of seeing um but i'll leave that for another day see it says look looking at go on please mark read it again sorry i lift up my eyes to you yeah to you who sit enthroned in heaven to you who sits enthroned in heaven yes as the eyes of slaves look to the hand of their master as the eyes of the slave look at the hand of their master do you know what that means that means that the person that in other words it's saying the person that feeds them the person that looks after them you know you're the master in many situations you know you've got to look at yourself as the master jesus in many people's life and people are looking at you to be the one that will feed their need that's many people's problems today is that they want a need to be met but you've got to teach them now what their need is or what their need should be because what the world go and do or people in the world go and do especially when people leave our family i see it all the time i see it all the time when they leave the family, the things that they go and get themselves involved in, I'm just so shocked. I'm thinking, but why did you have to go and do that? Your needs were being met here. Now you're on drugs. Now you're dating this guy. 
Now you're doing this. Now you're lacking. Now this is happening. Now that's happening. Why? Because you left the source. Keep reading now. As the eyes of a female slave look to the hand of her mistress, yeah. so, so our, our eyes, eyes look to the Lord our God. So he shows us his mercy. So our eyes look to the Lord our God. The reason why I started, go to Psalm 121 as well. The reason why I started this evening with the song, Lord, I lift up my eyes to the hill from whence cometh my help. That's actually a scripture, you know. And it starts singing, my help, my help. Because I've discovered, and we should all discover, there is no way we are going to do the things that God has called us to do without the help of God. He's the one that, that causes us to do these things. He's the one that teaches us to go about his ways he's the one that maneuvers us in the way that he goes so we've got to look up at him this is why God said to Abraham look up and count the stars because it will be you looking up and it then says in Hebrews since there's a great cloud of witnesses he says there's a family here that I need you to emulate there's a family here that I want you to copy don't copy the families that you see here on earth because their ways are not my ways their ways are so limited in scope I want to show you the grandness of the scope so looking up was him saying this is the grandness of who I am all these stars, you can't count them. If you look around you, you can count what's around you. But when you look up, you can't count. That's how much I want to bless you. That's how much I want to give to you. Keep reading, Mark. Read, uh, read from 121. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? That's a question that David would ask. He says, where does my help come from? The answer is what? My help comes from the Lord. He said, my help, it comes from the Lord. If our help does not come from the Lord, guess what? We are helpless. We are just like the crowds that were following Jesus, looking for the, looking for bread, looking for, looking for uh, fish. Many people around you, they're looking for bread. They're looking for signs. They're looking for miracles. It's not that you're going to say here, they'll go to that God over there. You will be the solution. You will be the bread maker. You will be the one that will give to them. You've got to be ready to receive the kind of download that gives you the bread of life. That's what God is building you up for now. That's what God is challenging up this family for now. The Medici family is giving bread every day. I hope you know that. Rothschild is giving bread every day. HSBC family is giving bread every day. Apple, bread every day. They're meeting the need. Anybody that meets the need is giving bread. The Bible said he had compassion on them. The other time we saw that he had compassion on them was Matthew chapter 9. When he began to say he had compassion on them because they were helpless and like sheep without a shepherd. So what does your feeding them do? It gives you, it gives, it, 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 it enables you to become a shepherd over the people. Because they were once helpless. Are you following me? I'm preparing you for when you really go out. Because people are about to start following you. People want to listen to your voice. People want to know what you know. People want to have what you have. But you've got to discover what it is first. You've got to know your substance first. And how to use that substance. And ask God to increase it. Your increasing of the substance, wealth will come your way. You won't look too far in order for God to bless you. Because you know your substance. 
the way we're sitting here preaching, I'm so convinced in my heart that money will just start flowing our way. Amen. Not because we're looking for it, because we've stayed in, in the flow of our substance. We've stayed in the flow of our power base. It didn't say in this Matthew 14 that Jesus went to the mountains to go and collect some money from somewhere, to go and buy food, to go and do that. It says, no, what do you have? What little do you have? Because I'm about to show you how to create. I'm going to show you how to genesis your life. The reflection of, one ma- of, of our life here on earth has to start, it has to be born again to some degree, you know. Because if we try and take ourselves into the position of how we see heaven, we're still taking the world, you know. So we need to be born again. We need to be, we need to see us afresh. He needs to see us how he, how he saw the land in Genesis. That way he, be, he can begin to fill us. That way he can begin to permeate us. That way he can begin to submerge us with, him, with, him, with, him, with his full self. Are you understanding this tonight? Have you finished reading that? Yeah. My, com- my help comes. My help comes from the Lord. Yes. The maker of heaven and earth. Thank you. It then says the maker of heaven and earth. And if he's the maker of heaven and earth, he's given us the authority over heaven and earth. Do you remember the scripture that says Abraham, the maker or the creator of heaven and earth? Have you seen that in your Bible? How did Abraham create the heaven and earth? How is that possible? When did he do that? Was he not born here like you and I? How did you, let's get the scripture so that you, you believe me. We're about to get into prayer because I can see the time. <clears throat> Have you got it? Let's read it. <clears throat> Genesis 14, verse 19. Yes. <clears throat> and he blessed Abraham saying, Blessed be Abraham by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. And praise be to God most high, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Mm-hmm. The king of Sodom said to Abram, yeah. give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. Yes. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, with raised hand I have sworn an oath to the Lord, mm-hmm. God most high, creator of heaven and earth that I will accept nothing belonging to you, not even a thread or the strap of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abram rich. Mm -hmm. I will accept nothing but what my men have eaten and the share that belongs to the men who went with me. Mm -hmm. To Anur, Eshkol, and Mamre, let them have their share. Okay. Verse 19 says, And he blessed Abraham, saying, Blessed be Abraham. So it wasn't even Abraham at that time. It was actually Abraham. Blessed be Abraham by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. And praise be to God. You saw that. In essence, you saw where I'm going with that. So God, in essence, wants us to be in a position of creation again. That's where he needs us to be. That's how people will begin to start following us when they can see that we can create from little or from nothing even. 
That's the direction and the flow. And I love how P. Sam said it yesterday. Most things, you've got to check what drives you and what is driving you in life. And even the word that you hear from some of your leaders, sometimes it's not even what somebody says, it's who's saying it. There's some things that a certain leader can say and somebody else can say, but you've received it from that one more than you did from the other person. Why is that? Because there's a substance that you've been, that you've seen in that person that's caused you to draw to them more than it would be somebody else. That's not because what the other person's saying is not valid. It's not because it's not relevant. It's to do with substance. It's to do with understanding. Am I still on? Yes, ma'am. Um, it's to do with substance. And it's to do with knowing that substance. When God can see a man convinced and, com- and committed to what God has given to them, that kind of man, you know they can even speak gibberish and you believe them. Because they're so convinced and convicted by what they're saying and doing. There are some words that I've given in the past and I'm thinking, that was pants. And I'm getting messages from people like, whoa, that, I'm so blessed tonight, my, what you said just, my God, me, my life has changed. That's the day I didn't, I didn't even pray that day, I didn't even know what I was saying. I'm thinking, what are they talking about? No, what they got, what they got that day was substance. What they got that day wasn't even the word. They got the genuinity of this heart. They saw the son. They met the son. In in essence, they met Christ in me, the hope of glory. And from that, they were able to feed. Are you flowing with this tonight? We're going to get back into a place of prayer. Can I say something to you? The man of the spirit doesn't completely understand the ways of the man of the flesh. In fact, he doesn't understand the ways of the man of the flesh, yet he discerns him. He doesn't. Because if he begins to understand it, guess what? He will understand the word can't. Did you get that? The man of the spirit, I'll say that again because of the way Jemima looked at me. The man of the spirit does not understand the man of the flesh. He can discern him. He knows when he's coming and he cannot know him. Otherwise, the man of the flesh will begin to teach the spirit man can't. He will teach him things like lack. Remember the Bible tells us that there's a fight between flesh and spirit. They're always contending. The flesh longs for what the spirit has and vice versa, isn't it? So if that begins to happen, the man of the spirit has to stay in his lane. He has to keep his eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of his faith. If he doesn't, he will start looking at like the man that says, I can't. I told you there is no can't in heaven. There is no lack in heaven. So when we say we meet, let's meet targets. You know what? The man of the flesh says, mm, I've got two loaves. I've got five loaves and two fish. Let me make that work. The man of the spirit says, let's go. The man of the spirit says, I don't even know that I can't is a, put, is a possibility. I don't know I can't is a, is, is a, is a, is, is, you can potentially, I can't. I don't know that's a thing. I, you, you, unless somebody has taught you that. The system of this world teaches you can't. It teaches you lack. It teaches you five loaves and two fish can only feed your family alone. But the spirit man says, no, that five loaves, two fish is going to feed the whole world if it has to. Impossible is nothing with the spirit man. So when God looks at us here on earth, he wants there to be a direct reflection of what he sees in heaven. He wants there to see, he wants to see the fullness of what he sees in heaven. He wants there to be 
in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses and all of these things. Let's go and read that very quickly because it will begin to speak about how God wants us to be here on earth. You know where you're going. Uh Thank you, Mark. God doesn't understand lack. He doesn't understand no provision. As a family, and as we get closer and stronger as a family, you will understand how to manage manna. You will understand how to take manna as your daily provision. That daily provision is what will take you to the land flowing with milk and honey. That's what the Israelites were. That's where the Israelites were traveling to. They were trying to get to the promised land. But before they got to the promised land, God says, "Let me show you how to supply yourselves daily." And the supply daily was you taking me, because I am the bread of life. That's what manna is. Have you got it, Mark? Let's read. And when you pray. Mm. Do not be like the hypocrites mm-hmm. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues yep. And on the street corners to be seen by others yep. Truly I tell you mm. They have received their reward in full Let's get to the prayer mm. This then is how you should pray yep. Our Father who in heaven You see it goes back to our Father in heaven mm. Meaning that he's looking for his son here mm. on earth And his son has to express him who was speaking here? Jesus. He was saying, Our Father. Who is our Father? It is God. That's where we get. That's where we get what we need from. That is our source. That's why we cry out, Our Father. Uh-huh. Go on, please, Mark. Hallowed be your name. Yes. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom is coming. Yes. Your will be done. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Give us today our daily bread. Give us today. That was a daily prayer. Give us today our daily bread. So it makes sense that there's got to be 31 days of prayer. Because what we're actually saying, or what Peace Sam is saying, every day give us our daily bread. You know there should be a day that doesn't go by that you do not do word. There must not be a day that goes by that you've not eaten the daily bread. Otherwise, guess what you're doing? The kingdom that should be advancing is, co- is, is, is daily advancing. What's the word for that, please? Somebody help me. It's going away when it should be coming. It should be advancing, it's going away. It's regressing. It's going away. It's not even going away. It's not just getting closer. Because you need the daily bread in order for the kingdom to come. Otherwise, when it comes, you wouldn't know what it looks like because you were eating the bread of the world. When the Messiah came, they didn't know. Many are crying when Jesus comes. Now, Jesus, when you're coming, when you come, you're blind because he's here. He's looking at you right now in the life of Leah. He's here. The church have got it so wrong. They're still waiting for the day that the Messiah comes. You know, the Jewish believe that there's a day that God is going to come back. And when he comes back, he's going to do this. He's going to judge this. He's going to die. He's here. He's here. He's here in the life of Apostle Chris. He's here in the life of a faith, in the life of a dummy, in the life of a uh, Pastor Diola. He's here. Stop pushing him away. In fact, if he's here, that means the kingdom is also here too. And he's asking you to build it. And how does he want it built? He wants it built with family. That's why it started off with our father. Keep reading, man. And forgive us our debts. 
as we also have forgiven the our debtors. The church has got Jesus looking like some joke, you know. The church has got Jesus looking like some waste man out here. Because they keep saying things like Jesus is going to do it. He going to do it. Jesus going to heal us. What would Jesus do? Sis, bro, what the hell are you talking about? Don't you know that he says you give them food? You do this. You do that. He didn't say Jesus is coming on a cloud to come and do it. He said you. So what are you waiting for? Christianity has taught us to be lazy. We don't like to spend time in word. We don't like to eat the manna. They were so lazy that they didn't want to climb the mountain. This is why Jesus would only take the 12 of him because he knew that if we started climbing the mountain, the crowd won't come. They are lazy. They're just waiting for the miracle and the bread. But listen, you see in our caucus meetings like this, it's important that we do work together like this, like this, so that when you go out, you know that the crowd, all they're looking for is the substance that comes from this word. So in other words, they're looking for your crumbs. Anything that's dropped from you is what they're feeding on. And it's managing them for a while until they come back to you again. That's why people will come and go. People were taking crumbs for a while. They were eating and feeding right for a while. Then they realize, oh my gosh, it's long. There's something fun in the world to look to. There's something greater in the world to look to. And they realize there's nothing greater. Then they come back to you again, only to take some more crumbs. Then they go again, only to come back again and take some more crumbs. But now God is saying, that's fine. When this family can get strong enough, they will realize there's no more crumb time. There will be no more crumbs because we've all eaten the bread that was available to us. Now we're living the bread. And the only way you will have access to us now is when, if, if you can become one with us. The only way you will have access to the bread is if you can become one. Before we were given it freely because we had compassion. We were given it freely because we thought, oh God, you know, what should we do with these people? Because if we don't, you know. But now, now, God is saying, I'm looking for the remnant of people who are willing. I'm looking for the sons. And when I can locate the sons, I will feed them with my life and my nature. I will give them all they need. And his desire is that you will multiply what he's given to you. My job now is to multiply myself in the next people that are coming into Elite. I expect Lola to be going to multiply what she's got from my life, which is the life of Christ in me, into the life of young women. I expect Aaliyah to multiply herself, which is Christ in her, in the life of the the students that she has in an Elevate Academy. And it goes on and on and on. And in in, in those situations, what you will find is the forging of a family. Keep reading, man. Let's finish it so that we can get prayer. My God, it's one o'clock already. And lead us not into temptation, Mm. but deliver us from the evil one. Mm. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, Mm. your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Okay. Is that it, yeah? No, don't worry about fasting and stuff. So that we can spend a little bit of time in prayer. So essentially, when you get into the world, guys, and when you're dealing with new souls and new people, more times it's not going to be your word. 
more times, unfortunately, and I know it can be like, huh? Ever we've been taught that it's going to be your word. No, when they begin to come into the family, they will receive your word. But there's got to be a being that you show them, a substance that you show them. You've got to first have given them bread and healing. You've got to show them a God kind person. I love the fact that in the beginning, God says he made mankind. He was saying that he made a type of species. And if these species can locate me and they can be one with me, I can make them kind, God kind, but in man form. Did you get that? He said that he wants to make mankind, God kind, but in man form, in flesh form. He wants to show mankind that impossibility is nothing or impossible is nothing. It doesn't exist in my creation. Because in the midst of nothing, he was able to create. And he created things not based on anybody telling him we need water or we need um, leaves or trees or this, that and the other. He just created because he said he wanted this garden. He wanted this, that and the other. Now, if you look at certain lives now and if you look at the nation as we are now, you will be able to create based on the need that the world has. But it will look like and it will build like the kingdom of God. This is what you are establishing now. I, I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Yes, Lord. Uh-huh. This is what you're establishing now. It's the kingdom of God. That's why certain, certain uh, many of your businesses have to be built in a season like this. Why? Because what you're actually doing with those businesses is advancing the kingdom. No longer will we need to look at FedEx when we have people like uh, a Boris. No longer will we have to look at uh, going to nail salons and beauty parlors when we have the La Bella Lounge and the Beauty Lab. No longer will we have to go to um, uh, candle shops when we have Sense by CM. No longer will we have to go to pharmacies when we have Pastor Genevieve and Pastor Kwabana. What will be our business doing that anymore? We're building the kingdom. That is your creation out of nothing. And it can't look like the world, guys. It must not look like the world. The minute it looks like the world or it's been infected or has the, has the, um, the help or the input of anything of the world, you know, you shut up the spirit supply of that business. God was saying, I was trying to make this a worldwide conglomerate or whatever it is. But you said you use the, the hands of man to try and build what belongs to God. It's not going to work. It's going to be deformed. So tonight, guys, I want you to know you're being again. I want you to know that God looks for the man or the son that reflects heaven. God wants to look for the man and the family, sorry, not even just the man, the sons, the family that reflect heaven. So when we look up and when he looks down on us, he can see that's heaven on earth. He can see that's me on earth because he's sitting in his throne in heaven. And if he's sitting in his throne in heaven, that's, that means he's got a throne here on earth. He's mingling us with us here on earth. But the minute we begin to limit ourselves and says, wait for Jesus, Jesus is coming. He's going to come and do it for us. Guess what we're saying? We're just like the crowd, waiting for the substance. And God's saying, you have the substance. It's in you. Use it. Take it. Be fruitful. Multiply. 
Don't look at a target and say, oh my gosh, I can't. I don't know what's going to happen. Don't logicalize it and say, I've got this bread and I've got this loaves. This is all I can do with it. God is saying, eh eh, I've given you this bread and loaves as an example to show the world my glory. I want to prove to the world that in your nothing, you were able to do something. In your lack, in your little, in your lack, you were able to provide the plenty for many. This is what we're doing now as a nation family, that we're able to do work all over the world. From here to Congo, to this place, to that place, we're able to do so many things. Most companies, most churches don't do what we do. Don't give the way we give. Don't seed the way we seed. They don't do it. And still, like I said, we don't lack. How can I say to Pastor Giola, sis, 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 that house you sell is, is cute, but that ain't it. As I speak to you, I don't have one pound for the house that I'm trying to get. I don't have 50p for the house I'm trying to get. But I have my spirit that tells me that I'm able to do all things. So what do I do? I turn that man on and I believe in him. I love Pastor Daniel, you know. Pastor Daniel will go to a realtor or the estate agent and say, this house is worth so-and-so amount, but I'm only going to give you this. And, and let me let me say, the house is worth 16K, but I'm going to give you five. You see that boldness is lit. That boldness is like, that's a spirit man. That's a guy that knows no lack. That's a guy that just, and even you may say, but why didn't he just say the full price and if he knows no lack? No, he's just saying to you that his spirit is in control. That's what my spirit says I want to pay for now. When the time for 16K comes, I'll let you know, Rilita, but for now it's 5K, that's what I'm going to do. So I said, sis, that's fine, but I don't want five. I don't want the five one. That's nice, and the house is beautiful. I like the house, but that's not what I want. That's not what my spirit says it needs right now. That's not what the family needs. Because guess what? Your house is what people will look into. When they see, when I post at times, when we, when we had summertime and I used to post our garden stuff and the things we do, the people that were messaging like, whoa, this is your house. Like, wow, this is amazing. This is this. This is the substance. That's the bread yeah. that they're looking at. Yeah. That's the healing. There may be one or two who want to ask more questions. One or two may stay long enough to want to know more. By that time, we can begin to teach them the ways of the kingdom. Remember we started, and I, uh, PT did this a while back, some, maybe a year or two ago, when he said, when you introduce people, you don't introduce them to the laws of the kingdom. You give them the, 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 the byproduct. For example, uh-huh, for example, if you're traveling today and you will go into Barbados, you are not going to show them the president of Barbados. You are going to show them the beach. You're going to show them the cocktails. You're going to show them that the, that the sun is so hot here but by the time they step foot into that land guess what they are bound by the laws of that land yeah. do you know how deep that is so you're this is why i'm telling you the people in oxford street it doesn't work if it's word why do people not go to them are they not preaching the word they're preaching the word one day even stood long enough to hear man i was even thinking preach on brother you're really saying stuff that's fire word you're preaching. But nobody's gonna hear them because he didn't meet the person's need. Yeah. You can't you can't teach without meeting the need, guys. Yeah. Yeah. 
where I'm getting at tonight. The woman at the well, he couldn't get the word until she had, he had met her need. Yes. What yes. was her need? Her need was the issue of the fact that I've got five husbands. Yeah. He had told her about herself. He couldn't go to the woman with the issue of blood and call her daughter without first meeting her need. Yeah. Until you meet the need of people, that's the only time you can start giving them word. So don't be quick to start t telling people off or telling people this, that and the other. Meet their need first. And most times their need is simply bread. And whatever you convert that bread into is whatever you convert it into. But the job for you now is to meet the need. And that's what the Lord is going to send you out, out there. And that's why in this, in this COVID time, he's prepared you, strong, uh, built you enough <clears throat> to start meeting the need of people in whatever capacity he's given to you. I know for me, I know how it's going to look like for me. I know exactly what I need to do next. Exactly what I need to do. And for some of you now, the Lord is just showing you. But in times like this, when we have our word together, and yes, it may be late at night, and I know you probably want to go to bed and stuff like this, but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> and for those of you who have to actually physically go to work, uh-huh. I'm joking. I'm not joking. It's good. Because this will feed you. This will give you the strength. This will give you exactly what you need to continue. <clears throat> so how did we start tonight? Many people are not looking for your word outside. They're looking for you to meet their need. Once you meet their need, you will be entitled to teach them every word and they will listen to you. They will feed for you. Your job now to do, your job now is to be the reflection. You now need to look like heaven on earth, to look like the sun that has been given everything. Find the scripture that says, um, um, in him everything was created and da, 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 da. he's given it to you so you're able to do it stop looking for a Jesus now that doesn't exist stop looking for this guy that is that, that the church told us about that he's coming to do it Jesus is coming to fix it remember the scripture that said what you will give them bread you will do this isn't it so you guys have got to know your capacity now You've got to know what you're working with. The minute that you clock the life that is in you is the moment you can start really changing lives. The minute you clock what you have on the inside of you and how to use what you have on the inside of you is the moment we can start really talking about nation taking. But for now, it's like God is still looking around and saying, these people are still acting like the crowd. They're still looking for the crumbs. They're still looking for the provision of the bread. But I've told them that they are the provision for this bread. I've told them that I've given them a substance or I've given them provision without a source. You've got that in you guys. See, as you're getting ready for this lockdown to be over and the world is opening up to you bit by bit, bit by bit, and like you're seeing people coming back home to you daily. You saw Devon here. You saw Charlotte, you've seen Charlotte here now. You've seen this one come back. This one want to come back. Why? Because they can see that the bread is working for you. Mm 
They can see that the word is working for you. And this is why every night now we're going to have to be on, wording ourselves through. We're not going to be praying to God for any finance. We're not going to pray to God, God give me this, God give me that. Never again are we going to do that thing. All we're going to do is word ourselves out to the point where God will provide our need because we are meeting the needs of the world. That's how it works. I can't even remember the time we prayed as a nation, God give us money like that. I can't really remember it. Even if we probably did, maybe that was in our in our immature stages. But the days that we began to develop and grow was the day we just spent time in word. The days that money started coming to us was the day that we just spent time in word and giving. And the response back was, because like I said, God doesn't know anything like lack. When we gave our little to him, who is this that ah, let me give these people more because they've understand give all to get all. That's what we do. Every time we empty ourselves with from our thoughts and with our monies and with everything we have, what we're doing, we're presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. You see, when we do that thing, God comes in and begins to fill. He permeates us to a place where there can be no lack because it's him living through us. And he is no lack. Have you got that scripture, please, mom? Let's read it so that we can get into prayer for the next five minutes because I do care about you sleeping. Don't, don't think I don't. I do care about you sleeping, but it's important that we do this. And I do hope you're all tuning in to the um, Pastor Sam's um, word as well, which has been powerful. Are you ready? Let's read it. The sun is the image of the invisible God. That's not the one I'm looking for, you know. There's a John 1 verse 3. Try that one. Try that one. All things were made and came into existence through him. That's the one. All things were made. And, create and, and came into existence because of him. Keep reading. And without him, yep. not even one thing was made that has come into being. And without him, not one thing, not one thing was made. Go on. That has come into being. Yes. In him was life and the power to bestow life. Yes. And the life was the I light. Love that. It says in him was life and the power to bestow life. He's bestowed that life into us, meaning that all things that were made and created in him, we now have the ability to do. We've got the ability to do the same thing. Remember I said, I said that in problems, in fact, when problems come, the anointing does what? It provokes the anointing. When problems come, it provokes the anointing. You see what that anointing will begin to do? It will allow you to create. It will allow you to do some things that naturally would not be done should there be no problems. How did we know that in this time to create a vaccine, for example, should there not have been a problem? There's somebody in the realm of the spirit that just knew to create this vaccine. And God's not going to wait for the, the, the believer of the year if you're not ready. He will use the man of the earth. They're still his servants, isn't it? He will use them until you people are ready. That's a shame. Problems will provoke the anointing. Problems provoke the anointing. Problems provoke the anointing. The anointing will cause you to create. 
Remember the oil that we spoke of that runs from the head of Aaron and flows all the way down. It must touch you. You've got to become a creator. There's no such thing as lack, guys. There's no such thing as impossible here. Especially when you're operating as a man of the spirit. I told you, the man of the spirit and the man of the flesh, in fact, the man of the spirit does not know the man of the flesh. He would discern him. He may know that he is there somewhere, but he cannot know him like that. Otherwise, that flesh man will contaminate the spirit man. And you know he's fighting to be like him. That flesh man will teach the spirit man lack. God forbid, your spirit does not know any lack. And this is why when targets come, you will just meet them with ease. Because you're operating by the spirit. What's inside of you? What's working for you? Let that keep working you, working for you because it will draw people to you. And as people are drawing, as, as they're drawing to you, then God will give you the capacity to keep speaking the word to them. That's how you start getting people into the family. That's how we keep building the elite family, the nation family, and all the families that are around us and surrounding us. Are you ready to pray tonight? Yes. I don't know how we begin to pray but I, it's important that we spend five minutes solidifying the word that we're going to hear tonight and every other night at 12 a.m. with prayer. But like I said, <clears throat> most, most, most people in the world, they're not looking for your word. They're not looking for it, unfortunately. They're looking for what you can give them, how you can heal them, what miracle you have to offer. Based on that miracle you offering them is when you can now begin to teach them. Like I said, and I'll repeat myself to keep it safe, 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 safe. PT would teach us. You don't go to the world teaching them the kingdom and its principles. You teach them the byproducts that come of the kingdom. Then when they come in, you then now start teaching them the laws bit by bit, daily by day by day day by day and if we have more time tonight I will show you how Jesus did that with Nicodemus I will show you how Jesus would do that with many men bit by bit he started teaching them the ways of the kingdom by first them seeing the signs Nicodemus would say I will know he said stuff like I know that you are a man of God or you are a man of the spirit or something like that but how did he know that based on what he had seen based on the miracles he saw God uh, Jesus perform based on the things that he had been seeing him perform daily. So actually our prayer tonight, Lord, increase the seed in me so that I can fulfill the need of many men because you fulfilling the need will allow your, your seed to also increase. You know that, right? Yeah. When there's more men drawn to you, seed will naturally keep coming to you. That's how it works. That's how it's been working for us. That's how we've been increasing bit by bit. It's not that we're getting money from any strange place. I, I don't even know the last... Uh, where, where are we getting money from? If not out of prayer. If not out of word. That's what's been keeping us and sustaining us. So we'll be forced to stop now. And the Holy Spirit convicted me yesterday. And I, I was very open to the house of family. I said, listen guys. Don't allow me to get lazy in the word. Oh, because Pastor Sam is on, that means you can't teach anymore. No, no, no. Let him be on. And you also come in and do your own thing as, you, as, you, as, as we've been doing with the family. Because that's what's helping you guys reach your targets. That's what's helping mm. you get the seed. That's mm. what's helping you move, uh, wanting to go from this house to that house. Help this one with that one. Help that business. Help this thing. Do this thing. Do this thing. It is the word, guys. It is the word coupled with us looking like the sun. 
when he can see our image as sons, the reflection of what he sees in heaven, the blessing is not far from us, guys. It's not. In fact, the Bible will tell us the blessing is us. And this is why you will have bread to give. You will have things to give to the world. As he showed us in Matthew 14. Are you ready to pray? Yes, ma'am. Let's lift up our voice and pray tonight.
tonight and I'm closing because I want you guys to still get your rest and I know you've been filled with so much word tonight um, all the way from this morning who led this, this afternoon I mean, from Minister Nathaniel all the way to Pastor Sam and then again tonight and then many of you were in um, choir PT came on and did a worship session as well so we've been fed tonight but like I said to you there should be no we read the Lord's prayer it says give us this day our daily bread there must not be a day we do not get fed with word there must not be a day that you go without eating Otherwise, like I said, the kingdom that the Lord is trying to constantly advance here on earth, number one, we will not see it when it comes because we are too busy eating the flesh part of the earth. Number two, we will not know what it will look like because we've not have an understanding of it because we're not eating the food that comes from that kingdom. Uh, and number three, the Lord says it is coming. Meaning that if you're not eating, is eating the word, eating, um, um, feeding on the word as we should be, the coming of the kingdom we will not see, and God forbid that be our portion. Let's eat, let's read Psalm twenty-four. The earth is the Lord's, yes, and everything in it, and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, yes. For He founded it on on the seas and established it on the waters, yes. Who may ascend the mountain you know, of the Lord? You know David is speaking here and he's speaking from the perspective of Genesis chapter 1. Do you know how insane that is? He's speaking from the perspective of Genesis chapter 1. Who taught him this stuff? This was a son. This was a man of heaven living on earth. If you're a man of heaven living on earth, you'll be able to see what Genesis looked like because you're, 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 in heaven, you're, you're the heaven man or you're the God man. You were there, in fact, when time began. So David was speaking from the perspective of actually being there in Genesis, when the earth was being created. That is madness. But it's not far from you and I, if God can see himself in us. We'll be able to see these things as well. The Bible talks about David being a man after his own heart. In other words, a man like him. Keep reading, Mark. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Okay, who may ascend to another translation says to the mountain of the Lord? Yeah, who may stand in his holy place? Good, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart. Yes, who does not trust in an idol, who does not trust in an idol or yes? swear by a false god. Do you know what the idols look like now? Many of the idols that we see now is our even our clothes. God forbid I get caught up in the things I'm wearing now. Just know that it's an advertisement. It doesn't mean anything. I've started giving away some of the things I've got. Why? Because I never want to get caught up in those idols. Because they will take the pureness of heart. No longer would I be able to go and ascend to the hills of the Lord. No longer would I be able to go and inquire of the Lord if I allow those things to overtake me. What is a range? What is a bit of Fendi? What is a bit of, of Louis Vuitton? It means nothing. By the time you've worn it, it's like, ah, is that it again? Oh, does, it, does it not come with, uh, with, with, with extra facilities? Does it not have an extra function? No. It's still going in the same washing machine, the same dry cleaners. It doesn't mean anything. We've got to make sure those things don't become our idols. Yes, as nice as they are, as great as they are, they're supposed to be vehicles. Yeah. In order for you to get the attention, part of those things can be used as your substance in order for you to teach the word that you want to teach. Unfortunately, because man is so fickle, those things tantalize them. Yeah. 
Those things gas them up. Those things cause their attention to be attuned to what you're going to say. And that's why we use them. It's a shame, but it is what it is. And it's an expensive shame. <laughs> All right, let's finish. Go on, Mark. They will receive blessing from the Lord. They will receive blessing from the Lord. Do you want to receive the blessing tonight, yes, family? Yes, so that we know what we need to do. We need to go to him with pure hands. I'm sorry, pure heart and clean hands. Listen, the pureness of heart and cleanness of hands doesn't mean you were not once a sinner. Because this is David speaking here. You know what David did, right? Yeah. You saw what Saul did. Look at how boldly they went. But they went to God as new men. They went to God as God themselves, as, they were, as, as though they themselves were God. That's why he can respond to them. Remember, Saul would say things that like, I wronged no man. Why? He was speaking from the perspective of Christ. Okay, go on, They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their Savior. Yeah. Such is the generation of those who seek Him. Such is the generation for those who seek Him. That is this generation, I believe, in Jesus' name. Who seek Him. Who seek your face, God of Jacob. Yeah. Lift up your heads. Yes. You gaze. It's going back to that lifting, that looking up. Remember, we started with the looking up. Abraham, look up. Jesus, before he broke the bed, would look up. Why? Because of the reflection. He's got to see the reflection of heaven here on earth. Good. Lift up your heads. Are you with me, PD? Yeah. Be lifted, you ancient gate. Yes. You ancient doors. You ancient doors. That the king yeah, of another version says ancient gates. Yeah. That the king of glory may come in. I love this. It says that the king of glory may do what? May Amen. come in. Tonight we're actually inviting him in. The invitation of him coming in is what will make us relevant here on earth. I told you guys, please don't be confused. Many people want to follow you, you know. Many people want... You see, pride is killing so many. The ones that are trying to come back in there, yeah, but I don't... Mm -mm. Shush! You want to be in this family, don't lie. Don't be a zang, you know. Don't, don't, don't play yourself. How is it that this girl came on Sunday? She's been in this house every day since. I'm just training with Beverly. She's teaching me fitness. But you're skinny. It's the girl... What are you doing here? You know that you want to be in this family. You want to be where the blessing is. You saw us in the well house. You saw how we were struggling with rats crawling over our heads. You've seen how the blessing has brought us in. Not because we even asked for this thing. I don't remember the day we asked God to give us certain things. But they are here. But I do remember the day that we were rikandoja liata. Ikandera Stay there and stay in the word. And because of that, there will always be a byproduct of many things. Is that not what Matthew 6.33 tells yes. us? Yes. Seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and Everything is money, everything yes, is car, everything yes, is clothes, everything yes, is souls, everything. Yes, it says it will be what? Added. So then we really have no business asking God for money. We have no business asking God for even souls. We have no business. Our business is to stay in this flow for us, anyway. Then when we get to the crowd, we will do what the crowd needs, we will jamboree for them. We'll even hire hyenas if they need hyena until we can get them to listen to this message. And the message must be consistent. So I've got to sound like a P. Sam. I've got to sound like a PT. 
I've got to sound like a P dummy. I've got to sound like my leaders. If I sound foreign, guess what? I dissociate myself from the blessing. Yeah. I detach my tree or detach from the tree. And if you see what happens when the apple falls off the tree, it rots, it withers, and it dies. Finish this so that we can go. Oh my God, it's 1.30. Who is this king of glory? Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift, Lift up your heads, you, you gates. gates. Lift them up, yeah. you ancient doors, uh-huh. that the king of glory may, may come, come in. in. He said this to us twice now. Go on. Who is he? Now he tells us. This, who is he? This king of glory. The, the Lord of Almighty, he, he is, is the, the King, King of, of glory. glory. May the Lord bless us all tonight. Yeah. May He cover our ears to hear the kind of words that we're hearing. Because every night, 12 a.m., we're going to be doing this. Are we still here, guys? Uh, those of you, I've, been, I've neglected you. I've not neglected you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I can see you guys. We're going to be doing this 12 a.m. every night to the end of the, of um, March to enter into a bead. And I believe, and I've told you guys, the month of a bead, the month of Nissan is going to be dangerous. It's going to be a hot, beautiful mess.